Again, just want to go back to these few verses we've been on on Wednesday nights. Matthew chapter 21 and verse 21 to 22. Matthew chapter 21 and verses 21 to 22. Just when you get there, if you would stand uh, for the reading of God's word together, we'll proclaim it audibly together. Matthew chapter 21 and verse 21 and 22. Praise the Lord. Let's, let's read it together. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do which is done to this fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Father, we pray tonight just for the quickening power of your Spirit in this meeting. Lord, help us each one. Lord, to rise in faith and exercise the faith that is in our hearts. And Lord, we pray that you give much help as we come to your word and in the place of prayer. Lord, tonight we thank you for the anointing of the Spirit of God. And we just pray that fresh anointing on every life in this room. Lord, help us tonight, O God. Lord, we do want to enter in boldly. And Lord, we do want to come, Lord. Your word tells us that the kingdom suffers violence but the violent will take it by force. Lord, we know we are up against principalities and powers, but we thank you, Lord, that there is one up in the glory tonight. His name is Jesus, who has triumphed over all. Lord, we pray, let us understand and see afresh our position in Christ. Lord, lay hold of you tonight, Lord. Lord, help us, we pray. We ask it all in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Praise the Lord. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. And last week we just looked at that frequency, being on the right wavelengths with the Holy Spirit, moving in faith, especially when we come to the place of prayer, that there is a unity in prayer, there's a one accord, that we're moving together in the right direction in the place of prayer. You can sense it when the prayer begins to flow and build and the wind gets behind someone, and we want to move in behind that in prayer, and we want to move together in praying, specifically for the needs that are mentioned here tonight, but also the, the great need that's in our nation, and to believe God for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We need to really focus in in prayer. It's so important to get our focus right, to get our, our, our eye be single, and that we get our eyes off the stuff and the things, but we get our focus in prayer. You know, that was one of the great things that happened in the upper room. There was that unity, there was that oneness, there was that focus, and then God the Holy Spirit came into that room, and we have been praying for many years that God would do it again, and do it here among us, and do it across this land. There'd be a mighty outpouring of the Holy Ghost as we come together in unity. But I want to just talk for a few moments then before we come to prayer on faith's victory. You know, as we exercise that faith, there's victory in that place of prayer through faith. There's a victory for us tonight to lay hold of and to enter into and to believe God for and to see strongholds broken and to use this weapon of prayer for these great victories. And if you turn over into 1 John chapter 5, 1 John chapter 5, just that one verse we're looking at faith's victory tonight. So we're believing that there's going to be great victories 
in this house tonight in the place of prayer that we push in together. But in 1 John 5 and 4, it says these words, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I want to just go through this verse slowly, if you don't mind. I know it's a verse that we'll know well, but I want to just bring it home a little bit. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. You know, the key in this verse, the key in this verse is that which is born of God. That which is born of God. Everything Whatsoever, everything that is birthed of God is an overcomer. I want to say it again because you may be battling tonight. You may be going through struggles tonight. You may not feel a certain way tonight. But I want to tell you what God's word says. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. This is critical for us just to grasp this truth, this revelation, especially when we come to prayer. This is a prayer meeting, but it's an overcoming prayer meeting. We're already in the victory. We have the victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is critical because it's the very essence of the overcoming life. We have been born of God. We are born of the Holy Spirit. This rests solely on that which is conceived of God. And I just want to go through some verses tonight if you'd follow them through with me looking at the Lord Jesus Christ. But back in Luke chapter 1 and verse 35, we want to look at him, the great overcomer, and this life that he has given us. Just keep this thought, that which is born of God overcometh the world. But in Luke chapter 1 verse 35, when Mary uh, receives the revelation that she would be with child and that child is the Messiah, is the Son of God. And she asked the question in Luke one thirty-five. she asked the question, how will these things be? And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Now remember our verse tonight, everything that is born of God overcomes. Now we know, just to be clear tonight, that this was not the beginning of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the eternal Son of God. But this is the incarnation of Jesus, that God the Son took upon himself flesh. And by the Holy Spirit, the angel declares that that which is born of thee is the Son of the living God. Now in his earthly ministry, in John chapter 16, Jesus said these words, John 16, just follow this through for a moment. John 16 and verse 33, Jesus said these words to his followers. He said, these things, John 16 and 33, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. You know, when Marguerite Sharon, just that testimony of what the doctors are saying and what all the things that they'll bring, but then that peace that comes, that peace that passes understanding, that peace of God and all the waves and all the storms and all the reports and all that's taking place in this world, thank God for the peace of God. He says, these things I've spoken that you might have peace. Then he says, 
In the world ye shall have tribulation. We're going to have battles. We're going to go through trials. We're going to have storms. It's going to rain upon our houses. There's going to be things that happen. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but we're assured, Jesus says, in this world ye will have tribulation. But then he says, but be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. That's something to rejoice in tonight. That's something for us to, to be rejoicing in this overcoming life. Now, in the Lord Jesus Christ, remember, he was born of the Spirit, born of a virgin. But in his death, and in his burial, and in his resurrection, if you turn over to Acts chapter 2, we see here this power of this overcoming life, this resurrection life. Peter says in Acts 2.23, <clears throat> Acts chapter 2 and verse 23 concerning the Lord. He says these words, Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and the foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. And now we see, verse 24, that God has raised him up, loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holding off it. That which is born of God overcometh the world. We see here this overcoming life in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was born of the Spirit. He was led of the Spirit. He was baptized in the Spirit. And through his death and his burial, he was raised by the power of the Holy Ghost. It was an overcoming and is an overcoming life. And what did Jesus say concerning those that receive him? I want you to go back to John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1 and verse 12. This is important for every believer in this room, if you're saved, to know this in the life that we're living in these days. John 1 and verse 12, Jesus, the Word of God says, sorry, John 1 and 12, but as many as received him, have you received the Lord Jesus Christ as your own and personal Savior? Uh, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. That's a supernatural act. Even to them that believe on his name. Verse 13. Which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. But what are we born of? We're born of God. What does the Bible say? What's our verse? For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Praise the Lord tonight, we're overcomers. That which is born of God, remember this is not of the flesh, it's not of the blood, nor is it of the will of man. But praise God, we have been born of God. Remember our verse. Whatsoever or whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. Now first, Romans chapter 8 and verse 11 says these words. Remember, it was, it was the Spirit of God that raised him. Remember what we read in Acts that raised him loose the pains of death because it was not possible that it should be holding off it. This is the overcoming life. 
Romans chapter 8 and verse 11 says these words, But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Now, I believe tonight God's word that in every believer in this room, everyone that has been born of the Spirit, we have clearly seen that the overcoming life is in us. That is Jesus by the power of a Spirit. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is the same Spirit that dwells in our heart by faith. And that Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Bible says will quicken our mortal bodies, our exterior body, the body that's decaying, the body that's feeling, the body that's frail, the body that's tired, the body that's weary, the body that we know is, is, is perishing. But by the power of the Spirit, think about it for a moment, that the Spirit of God that is within us, and this is on the operation of faith. This doesn't happen. We have to operate in faith. If we operate in faith upon God's word tonight, that God will quicken our mortal beings. That when we come to pray, when we come to seek God, that there's the quickening power of the Holy Spirit. Now what must we do? We believe this, amen. We believe this to be true. It's God's word. But there has to be a reaction and a proaction on our part to enter into this faith. We can't just lie back. We can't just sit in silence. We have to. We know we're in a battle. We know we're against principalities and powers. It's not going to be sought or solved by politicians. It's going to be solved by prayer meetings that take hold of God. That's so important, brothers and sisters. But as many as received him, are you a receiver of Jesus Christ? Are you saved tonight? To them give you the power to become the sons of God. We're born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of man, but we have been born of God. That makes you an overcomer in Christ. So the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in us, but he will also quicken our mortal beings, our bodies, by the power of the spirit of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13, here we read, and this is important because there has to be an exercise of faith. We have to exercise faith. Faith has to be exercised. So it's important when we pray that we're praying in faith, believing. But in 2 Corinthians 4 and 13, it tells us there that we have the same spirit of faith. We have the same spirit of faith. Every believer in this house tonight, you, you need to know that we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore we also speak. We have the same spirit and that's the spirit of faith to believe the Lord. Now regarding to each of us who have received him by faith, remember what we said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. In other words, sorry, this is back in John 3 and verse 6, if you turn to it. It says there, that which is born of the flesh is the flesh. So here's the choice for us when we come to pray. Here's a choice for every prayer meeting. If you could try to 
program your mind to think this way. When you walk through these doors, you have a choice to make. Either you're going to operate in that which is you've been born naturally, or you're going to operate in that which you've been born spiritually. You have a choice. If you're saved, you've been born of the Spirit, but you were also born naturally in the flesh. And here John 3 and 6 says, that which is born of the flesh is the flesh. Now let me make it very clear that there are simply no grounds on the basis of the flesh for victory. There's never victory, but there's always death. So when we function on that ground, it's always the same. It produces the same. It's always death. The flesh profiteth nothing. But then it says, and that which is born of the Spirit, what is it? It's spirit. So we've been born of the spirit. So here's the important thing. The grounds of victory for us is on the grounds of the spirit. And we have to exercise that faith in Christ. So when we see that whatsoever is born or conceived of God overcomes the world, that means tonight for us in this prayer meeting, that which is born of God overcomes. Listen carefully. The entire world antichrist system that's rising before us the demon possessed world that we are living in you and i who are born of god the bible tells us that we will overcome the world we are overcomers it's going to get darker the system's rising the antichrist is at his work i have no doubt about that the one world system is before us. The fall of Babylon, the economic system, I believe could happen at any moment because we see the rise of it. We see the fall of it. All of those things are going to happen. But if we're born of God, we're going to overcome. We're going to live through this. This is the victory that overcomes. We are then seeing that there's a victory for us in Christ through the Spirit. But the grounds of that victory it's on spiritual grounds, not on that which is born of the flesh. So, believer, tonight you have a choice. Like every one of us in this room who's saved, we have a choice. There's the ground of victory or there's the ground of defeat. That's death. That's the flesh. You can stay in the flesh. You can remain in the flesh, but it's death in the flesh. But there's the ground of victory. That's in the spirit. The ground of faith is in that place of the spiritual realm. Now, we love the book of Hebrews, and we love the chapter, chapter 11, that great that chapter of faith. If you turn to it, if you would, for a moment, just to touch on a few things. But here we read of the great victories that there are, and it's all on the basis. Hebrews is an amazing book, but it's all on the basis of a better sacrifice and a better covenant. That's what our faith is on the grounds of Calvary and the finished work. That's where our faith truly rests, in the finished work of the cross. But in Hebrews chapter 11, it begins to detail the victories through faith. Why does the scripture catalog these men and women, just like you and me, that through faith, seen the most wonderful things take place in their lives before God and before man? The reason it's catalogued simply is because as people of faith, born of the Spirit, that through this faith we can see the great victories that they've seen also. It's the same Spirit, it's the same faith, but we have a responsibility to enter into that. 
So we need to exercise our faith that comes through the inspiration of God's word. Hebrews chapter 11. If I read the whole chapter, I'm not going to now for time's sake, but I begin, I'm inspired when I read Hebrews chapter 11. Anybody else inspired through reading God's word? It's an inspiration because we see people like you and I, but they operated on the basis of faith. They functioned on the basis of faith. That's why they've seen the most amazing things happen, not because they were great, but because they took what faith they had and they believed in a God who, was all, who is almighty and he was able to do that which they could not do of themselves. It tells us that through faith, this is important, like at the beginning, it tells us through faith the entire worlds were framed by the word of God. You know, I, I just stopped at that verse and, and began to meditate for a, a moment just on the magnitude of that one statement. That through faith, the entire worlds, think about it, and we see the attempts of man to try and find the galaxies and the black holes and the Mars and the wee robots they're trying to get there and some of them want to get up to space for 10 minutes and experience what it is to float and come back down again. Man in his folly. But when you turn to God's word, when you have eyes to see, when you've been quickened by the Spirit, when you've been born of the Spirit and you just stop for a moment and think of this, that the entire worlds were framed through faith by the word of God. See the power of God's word? The reason I'm just taking a wee bit of time to go through some simple verses that you know is because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we're praying that the Holy Ghost would quicken the word of God when we come to pray because we're praying for needs tonight in this house. That's impossible. But through faith... Entire worlds were framed by the word of God. The Bible tells us that there was a man called Enoch. And by faith, listen to me friends, he was translated and did not taste death. Because he was a man of faith. What I want to encourage you with, the same spirit, the same faith, the same Jesus is the same spirit that dwells in you. Sometimes we don't let that drop into our hearts when we come to pray. We nearly pray unbelieving prayers. And that's why I'm trying to encourage you. A man by faith was translated into the glories of heaven and did not taste death because he believed. The Bible says by faith Abraham when he was called, he obeyed and he went out. And when he was tried, he offered up Isaac and this is what it says. He that received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Verse 19, this is what it says. Accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead from whence also he received him in a figure. Now friends, this is faith. These are men and women that operated on the basis of faith. But he when he was called, he obeyed, and he believed, what does it say? The promises of God. 
here we have it. The key to our prayer meeting is faith in the promises of God. Not faith in the opinions of men, but faith in the promises of God. We are here tonight, Hebrews tells us, we are here tonight on the basis of a better covenant and it's established, Hebrews 8 and 6, upon better promises. Think about this, friends. People of faith who've received the Spirit of God, who are born of the Spirit, we have obtained a more excellent ministry, but how much more he is able, he is the mediator of a better covenant which was established on better promises. So when we operate or function in the Spirit by faith, what do we work? What do we what's the basis of that? It has to be the promises of God. We have the realm of the flesh, it operates on the opinion of man, on what we feel like, what our opinion is, how our day was, what's happening in the world. That's all in the death, that's all in the born of the flesh. But the born of the spirit operates on the basis of faith. But faith in what? Faith. And the promises of God. They believed God's word. They came to God who is a covenant keeping God. And presented to him by faith his word. This is your word and we believe it. Second Peter 1 and verse 4. And I'm coming to a close. Second Peter 1 and verse 4 says these words. In case we're in any doubt that we're in a better covenant with better promises. With an overcoming life with faith and victory in Jesus, 2 Peter 1 and 4 says these words, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Listen, friend, I want to read that again. Whereby are given unto us. Who are the us? Us. You can say us tonight if you want. Say us. That is us. That is to me. That is to you. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these, by the promises, by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. You know, friends, I want to encourage you more than anything else tonight to get on the grounds of victory. Get on the grounds of the Spirit. Move away from the flesh and the death and everything of that which is born of the flesh. Why? Because it will never overcome. But the Bible tells us that which is born of God, what happens? We want to have an overcoming prayer meeting. It's not right. We want to overcome in the place of prayer. The victory to overcome, that's our faith. It's not dead or dormant, but faith is active and it's alive. And we must function in that victory in prayer. The faith that you have is active and it's alive. But we have a choice to make in prayer, either to go into that which is born of the flesh or move into that realm which is born of the Spirit. And I know our heart tonight is to move into the realm of the Spirit and move and exercise in faith to believe God for great victories. Yes, there's giants. Yes, there's disease. Yes, there's sickness. 
Yes, there's impossibilities. Yes, the doctor said this. Yes, the hospital said this. Yes, now you're feeling fear from the powers of darkness and the enemy. But thank God we can move into the realm of faith tonight and believe God and overcome. And so we have a choice to do that. I pray every one of us together, because of what a prayer meeting it would be together if we move into the realm of the Spirit and by faith in the great promises, we can press forward and see great victories to the glory of Jesus tonight. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask for your help. Lord, we need you, but more than anything, Lord, we believe your word. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the victory there is in Jesus. So, Lord, tonight help each and every believer in this room, Lord, to function in faith, that which is born of the Spirit, born of God. Lord, we thank you that we're overcomers through Christ tonight. Lord, we pray for your Spirit to come and quicken our mortal beings. Quicken us, O God, in our bodies tonight. Let not our bodies, Lord, uh, rule over our prayers and our faith tonight but lord we bring it into subjection through the power of your cross and lord through faith lord we want to lay hold and press in and to glorify your name lord i pray that we had exercised the faith that you've given us lord we just wouldn't talk about it but lord we'd exercise that faith and believe god tonight lord that you are the god that is lord is that, that you're able to do anything oh god nothing's impossible with thee so, Lord, help us tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord.